God works in mysterious ways, you see. You just got to pay attention to the signs. They out there. Sometimes you got to be still. Do you know how powerful you are? 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 Tune in every Monday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time to the Shanti Helena Show. You're going to learn about relationship tips. You're going to learn how to better your relationship. You're going to learn how to be a better person. And most of all, you're going to learn how to boss up. So don't forget, tune in every Monday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. It's Shanti Halima. Hey, Mariah. So are you ready to let everyone know your story? Yes, Shanti. I'm definitely ready. Okay, so let the girl gang know exactly who is Mariah. Where is she from? All right. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Mariah Bryant. I am a 24-year-old resume writer. I'm from Prince George's County, Maryland, which is a suburb right outside of Washington, D.C. I am the youngest of three children, and I went to high school at Charles Herbert Flowers High School. Then I matriculated into Morgan State University, where... Um, I graduated summa cum laude with a bachelor's in business administration at the top of my major. And now I live and work in Delaware as a full-time financial analyst and a part-time business owner. Wow. So um, you Mm -hmm. have a lot under your belt. So how old are you? I'm 24 years old. Wow. So you have all of this mm-hmm. accomplished at 24. Not too many people, not throwing no shade to anyone, but you have a lot of accomplishments. So I can only imagine when you're like 30 years old, like your life is going to be like super, <laughs> super lit. So you mentioned that you're a finan- financial analyst. Is this something that you mm-hmm. had a passion for or you were just thrown into? Um. So actually, this is that's a funny story. Um. Going into college, I wanted to be an entertainment lawyer, so I picked a sociology major. But then I came home from my first semester, and my mom, she was telling me this even before I got into college, but she was like, you know, psychology, sociology, you know, still don't make any money. I want you to do engineering. I'm just like, mom, <laughs> you know, no shade to anyone who is in the social sciences, um, those people are very much needed, like therapists and psychologists. We need people like that and lawyers. But I chose to do something um, that I know would pay, mm-hmm. but also something that where I, I, was able, I was able to lend my skills and abilities. I'm not a superstar at math, so I definitely wasn't going to do engineering. So that's where business administration came into play. So it's like more of a vocation than um, purpose. Okay. But I am grateful to be in the finance industry. Okay. So you did mention that you have a part-time business. Tell us about your business. Yes. Um, I am the founder and CEO of the M-Factor LLC, which is a professional career writing agency where we do achievement-based, professionally written resumes, cover letters, and LinkedIn profile optimization. Um, At the company, we got started in April of 2018, and our mission and goal is to have our clients become the headliners and not the opening act of their professional lives. 
So our motto is be the headliner, not an opening act. And that's what we try to implement and what we try to push to our um, clients just to put themselves first in their lives and have them follow their own passion or, you know, be in the industry that they desire to be in the most. And um, me operating this part-time business is me tapping into my purpose because I've always had the gift of writing. Um, I can count. I can count a good coin. That's why I'm a financial analyst. But, you know, I have a gift of writing. I love people. I like talking about career progression and um, career readiness. So that's where I operate the best. That's where, that's where the infector came from. Okay, so um, let's just say three years down the line, your company was mm-hmm. going to blow up like Supercent with her cosmetic line, right? Would you be mm-hmm. willing to do that full time or will you um, stay at part time? I would love to be full time. Um, my mom, ever since I've known her, I'm sorry, I keep rambling, but my mom is, as long as I've known her, she's been a full time entrepreneur. Um, she actually started her daycare. She's the, she did daycare for 20 plus years. And okay. the only reason that she went out of business was because she wanted to, you know. Okay. So she had a daycare. She was a caterer. She was a florist. She had many, many jobs. But at the end of the day, she was self-employed. So I've definitely seen it. I know it's possible. Um, so I would definitely love to be full-time one day. Okay. So one last question about the business aspect, knowing that this mm-hmm. field, to me personally, because I've looked for people to do my resume, how do you set mm-hmm. yourself a, different from everyone else? Because I met a young lady, true story. Mm-hmm. Now, I I actually got my resume done like four times last year, very expensive. Wow. The person yeah. that charged me the least amount was the best mm-hmm. resume, and I landed <laughs> the career that I wanted. So how would you set yourself different from your competitors well I'm different from my competitors in that I took the time to become certified and actually in like in resume writing yes is our resume writing is an actual industry and is we actually have certifications that you can um garner I do that and then I also stay on, stay on top of industry trends I stay on top of what recruiters and employers are looking for and I also add a sense of personability or um, I try to be as personable as as possible. I try to be as responsive as possible. Um, I find most of my clients on LinkedIn and you know, they'll reach out to me and I try, I don't care if I'm at my desk at work or if I'm in church, if I'm not praying, <laughs> I will pick up my phone and respond to that message within at least one minute you know i try to make myself as readily available as possible and okay. bend over backwards for my clients if needed so yeah that's that, really those important. are the factors that that's apart. really important because the other three companies that i actually had went to it was mm-hmm. like oh send me over the resume that you have and i'm like okay didn't hear from them for about two weeks then finally i get an email wow like, here's your e-, you know here's your pdf version here's your word version and then the other young lady that did my resume, we did a 15 mm-hmm. minute consultation after I sent her yeah. my resume. She went over what she was going to do, what, what's my professional mm-hmm. background, where am I trying to go? So that kind of helped her mm-hmm. out. Once she, she right. did it within like 48 hours, which was because she only do it on the weekend. So by the end of the weekend, she had my resume. Then we did another um, 15 minute consultation of 
she just going back over what she changed um mm-hmm. mock interview for like five minutes it was like really dope and i'm like i didn't mm-hmm. even have to pay that much money and it was because i was just so tired of investing into resumes like i know how to do a resume but mm-hmm. i don't know how to do that oh i gotta have her type of resume you know so resume so I was like super like oh my god yes I gotta bring Mariah on the show because a lot of people (laughs) always come to me personally and say um Shanti could you do my resume granted I know how to do resumes but I'm not a resume Mm -hmm. professional you know if you're a regular minimum wage job sure I can get you that resume that's easy right but if you're looking for Mm -hmm. that six figure 65 75 85k resume then you know, don't come to me, guys. You hear Mariah, she has a service at the end of the show. She will give out her information. It will be in the notes um, in the actual description of this podcast. Now, I'm going to dig a little bit deeper. So, here you are, beautiful woman, mm-hmm. all these accomplishments. Mm-hmm. How is your personal life as far as dating? What's going on in that area? So, in terms of dating... Um... It's very, very, right now, it's very, very um, dry. (laughs) And I think it has mostly to do because um, of a certain factor in my life um, right now that a lot of guys can't get with. So um, I'm patiently waiting for what God has for me or who God has for me. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So let's dig deeper. So what is the secret? What's going on? Like, why... Why are these guys scared of you? What is going on? Drop the tea. Is it, you know, what's going on? Why why you ain't have no man right now? Or is it because, I know because of God, but what is the reason behind? Mm-hmm. Well, the reason behind why guys aren't that interested or, you know, they don't stick around too long is because I am a virgin. Wow. <laughs> wow that's like mm-hmm. crazy so you're 24 very successful mm-hmm. african-american beautiful woman and you are a virgin how mm-hmm. did you uphold that i mean 24 i mean not saying that it's a hard thing to do but how did you do mm-hmm. it? <laughs> cool so how i'm doing it is you know i just where i want to be in life i know how you know the value on my body and how I want to honor God with it. Um, so just to give you guys some background, I grew up in a traditional, you know, seven household, um, two parent household. I'm the youngest of three again. And since I came out the womb, my mom has told me about sex. Like you better keep your legs closed. You better do this. You better do that. This is what can happen. This is what can happen. You know, um, but it wasn't all bad. She did, she did educate me on what sex was and what it could do and when to have it. So it was always a thing in my house to have sex once you get married. And, you know, just always hearing that and always being in church and, you know, stuff like that. Um, I became mature. I became a young lady, um, about 12 or 13 years old. Um, I've always been, you know, mature for my age. So at 12 or 13 years old, I was writing down my Christmas list, and at the very top of my Christmas list was to have a purity ring. So I took it to my dad, and I said, hey, dad, can I have, like, I handed him my um, Christmas list for the year. So I handed him my Christmas list, and I was, like, watching his reaction, and, you know, he was okay about it, but 
So I did that. And, you know, since I was 13, of course, like I've lost the ring, but the, like the principle is still the same. You know, okay. I just want to be able to have a gift to give to my husband one day when I get married. And I, I, I really don't feel comfortable, you know, sharing my body with mm-hmm. someone who, you know, may or may not value me, somebody who may not even be my husband. Mm-hmm. And it's no shade to know to people who out there who have had sex or are having sex. But I'm just like telling my personal story and, you know, right. um, try to be help others in my yeah. journey of celibacy. Now, I can say this. I'm, well, one, I'm not a virgin. But when I'm in my <laughs> mode where I'm just like not dealing with no one, I didn't have sex mm-hmm. for two years. And I noticed that my mind was so clear. Any man yeah. that I was talking to, I was able to see right through them. And right. I saved myself from a lot of situations, you know, because sex can be cloudy. It can cloud your mind. Right. And I'm gonna be, and I'm telling you, cause I'm, I've been there. Sex can cloud mm-hmm. your mind. But I did notice when I was not having sex for those years, um, I just noticed a difference in my body, of course, my mind, my spirit, mm-hmm. uh, the type of men that I was talking to. It just felt so good. And I'm just like, God, why didn't I start this a long time ago? <laughs> but when you're not <laughs> raised in a household, it's like, see, your household and my household, so I didn't grow up with a mother and a father in the house. And I was mm-hmm. seeing this and that. So I do feel like sometimes it has to do with your environment. Sometimes, not all the mm-hmm. time, sometimes. Yeah. So I can I can actually relate to that. Now, what are the pros and cons in your type of situation? Like, give me the difference in what you go through. Yeah. So let's start with the pros. So the pros include, you know, me being more focused on my purpose. And, you know, I just started my business not too long ago. Um, and honestly, I feel like I've had a lot, like you said, I've achieved a lot in life. Um, not to toot my own horn at all, but I just feel like, you know, I would not have been able to do as much as I've done if I would have had, like, been having sex. Because I'm a very emotional purpose. I mean, a very emotional person, aside from even being a woman. Okay. And I don't take rejection too easily and, you know, certain factors like that. So, like, let's say I was so focused on, you know, my heart being broken that I slipped into depression and never got to graduate college. You know, that's a very extreme case, but, you know, like, like you said, again, like sex can be cloudy. So, but that's true. Um, and I'm glad you brought up yeah. college because true story. When I, okay, undergrad, I was dating someone mm-hmm. and I said, when I'm done with my undergrad, cause we end up breaking up, right? During my master's program, I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not in no relationship with no man. Because Good. I almost dropped out of college. So when I was in my master's program, I let it be known up front when I was going out on dates with guys, like, look, I don't want no relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to, you know, we can go out to dinner, we can have fun, but this mm-hmm. is not what I want. I actually did not start dating someone until like literally months before my program was over. Literally. And wow. he really didn't start hitting it off until after I graduated. But I purposely did that for that reason. I'm like, girl, you came too far. You, you know, my undergrad, I was like stressed mm-hmm. out and, but I still maintained a good GPA, but it was just a lot, you know? So mm-hmm. I feel like if I would have been single during college, I feel that 
maybe I would have been a little bit further. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe I would have been a little yeah. further. So what is the, um, so you talked about the pros. So what about the cons? Um, also cons. So cons include the biggest one for me is people thinking that I'm think I'm better because, you know, I'm a virgin. Like when I tell, especially when I tell like certain, you know, women, they're like, oh, well, you know, just don't think that you're better than other people. And like, that's not the angle I'm coming from at all. It's just, you know, you know, I don't bring it up unless, you know, it's a topic surrounding that. Like I don't bring it up until then, or, you know, that's a con. Also constantly getting ghosted by men. Like constantly, like a pro is like being able to weed them out like you mentioned before, but a con is like, you know, because I'm not here to bash men, but you know, men love sex like a lot. I feel like they are more driven because of it than women. But you know, even back in high school, no one asked me to the prom. What? (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, I'm serious. No one asked me to the prom. I never had a boyfriend in high school, never had a boyfriend in college. You know, um, even the one guy that I thought was serious, he could have kissed the ground that I walked on. Like he, like he pursued me for like two years. So, you know, we're going out, we're doing things and stuff like that. And I'm thinking like, he likes me. I like him a little bit. So, you know, we're good. You know, I might see a relationship in the future. So we're talking on the phone one night and he's like, you know, I keep coming. At at the time I didn't have a car. I keep coming to pick you up (laughs) and taking you on dates. And, you know, I want to tap this. So, you know, what's up? And I keep tell, I, I told him, like I kept telling him before, like I'm a virgin, I'm going to I'm married. But he was just so persistent that night on that phone call until like we had to stop talking. And that hurt me for a little bit. But, you know, mm. you when you make a life choice like this, you have to know what you're getting yourself into. You have to know what comes with the territory. Yeah, and then the last con is people questioning what you do, like, for fun, and if you, like, have sexual feelings, you know, you, I don't know why people think that virgins are, like, unicorns, or we're, like, <laughs> not human, like, do you ever, like, I remember people, like, ask me, do you ever get horny sometimes, I'm like, uh, am, am I a human being, am I a woman, I. Right. You know, right? Exactly. Right. Those are hormones that we can't control. That's part of our body, our organs, our whatever. Mm-hmm. But that is like a very disrespectful thing to ask someone that's like a virgin. I mean, I just me personally, I wouldn't ask somebody that. <laughs> I know the answer to. It's like a rhetorical question. Like you ask the question, uh-huh. you get an answer to already. So for someone that. And I'm not, someone may be a virgin or someone may be converted over to be celibate because I know a few people that they're not virgins, but they have not had sex in years. Like they started mm-hmm. yeah. late. So, so I want to know if someone was trying to transition to that, like how do they do it? Like tell me how do they get there? Or if they are a teenager or a high school or someone that's listening right now, how would they get to the point to where you at right now? Okay. Um, the first thing I would do is <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. Um, just know that you are worthy to start being celibate. I don't care if you haven't had sex with anybody, and I don't care if you had sex with your entire neighborhood. You are worthy to start being celibate. Um, there's grace for everyone, so just know that 
you know, you're never too inexperienced, you're never too experienced to start on a journey of celibacy. Um, it's really a mind and a heart thing more than it's a body thing. So I would do that. And then surround yourself with accountability partners, um, people who are going to keep you in check when it comes time for, you know, if you feel hot and bothered or if you go on a date, have somebody like check, like check him, check him out, you know, and see if, you know, you need to be even going on a date with him or, you know, if you're feeling some type of way, then, you know, you have somebody who call on and say, hey, girl, let's have a conversation about, you know, real housewives or something like that. Just something, you know, somebody to keep you on track. Okay. Right. And then the next thing would be to guard your heart, your eyes, your hands and your mouth. That kind of goes in hand with accountability partners. And you may need to like probably put boundaries around yourself. Like I'm not going to date for X, X amount of time. Or, you know, I'm not going to listen to R&B. So I'm, I'm a sucker for 90s R&B. I'm going to tell you right now. That's and the most dangerous season. Like, yeah. date, like R. Kelly, you got a bond. Yeah. 112. Oh, my goodness, girl. <laughs> <laughs> it was a point in time where I just had to, like, go on the hiatus and say, hey, like, you know, this is, like, translating to how you're feeling right now. So you might need to slow down. So, you know, it could be the type of music you're listening to. It could be the move, the movies you watch, you know, just guard all of those aspects of your body. And then next is to know that every man is not for you. And that is okay. It's okay if, you know, a guy is not interested in you because you don't want to have sex or because you rather put yourself first or you put your purpose first. You, you know, mm-hmm. um, just know that every but guy is not for but you. But you know what? That's important, even for myself, even though I am sexually active. Um, when mm-hmm. I meet new men, my goal is not to just wait out have sex. Like, I would like to get right. to know you and let's court each other, let's go out, let's just have fun. And right. when I notice the shift of that is changing, I'm like, you know what? I'm like, this is not going to work you're just not you know this is just not uh for me and then i just move on so even for the ladies that are sexually active right now if you are sexually active and you meet that guy that you want to date with it's okay to walk away because i walked away from some fine mm-hmm. men got money got everything but it was like <laughs> i want to have sex with you like i'm not on that and sometimes men need to understand that we just want to go out sometime and just have a good time right like, it's not about sex like I went out on dates with guys that today we're actually good friends. We never crossed over. Mm-hmm. Like we tried to date for like a couple weeks, but something in the air was like, no, he's like the homeboy. But I accepted mm-hmm. that, you know, but he was a good person and we're like the best of friends right now. But then there's some guys where I was like, you know what? I didn't want to be a friend because I see what you on and I did a little bit more research and your track record is not the best. <laughs> so <laughs> totally understandable. So to wrap things mm-hmm. up, how can people get in contact with you as far as your resume services and just to reach out to you about your whole journey of being celibate if someone wants to come to you and just ask you a few more questions that we was not able mm-hmm. to cover on the show. Sure. Um, in terms of my resume writing services, I can be reached at the M Factor LLC on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. I think I already said LinkedIn, but it's the 
and then one word M F A C T O R L L C. So the M Factor L L C, and then my personal Instagram is Brainy Butte B R A I N Y B E A U T E on Instagram, and then my um. Facebook and my LinkedIn is Mariah Bryant, M-A-R-I-Y-A-H-B-R-Y-A-N-T. All right, guys. So you heard her. Make sure you slide in her DM. Subscribe yes. to her resume page. Turn the notifications on. 2019 <laughs> coming up. And I know that everyone's on this whole new path, new job, new this, new that. Guess what? Let Mariah handle all of that for you. Do not go on yeah. the Dinky website saying pay $14.99. We're <laughs> going to give you a resume in 30 seconds. No, that's not the place to go. Mariah most definitely will hook you up. And as she mentioned, if you have any questions about her journey being celibate and how she's becoming su- successful as well, just slide in her DM, say, hey, I heard your podcast on Shanti's show. I was interested in these are some questions or congratulations or whatever the case may be. So that's it. Any last words you would like to add today? Um, I would just like to thank you, Shanti, for allowing me to be on the show. Um, I would like to thank my mom and my dad, um, Joseph and Helen Bryant. And um, shout out to Prince George's County, Maryland, where I'm from. Hey. And that's it. All right, guys, you heard it. It's Shanti Halina.